0: Hello and welcome to episode 3 of Growing the Beard Podcast. My name's Bear.
1: I'm Brian. Two Fat Men. Talk
0: Star Trek. The next generation. Join us on our continuing journey.
1: Oh, 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 oh I'm sorry, you more. <laughs> no, 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 I was there being short and concise then. Fair enough. Uh, this is going to be a very short episode, unfortunately, or fortunately. Yes, it's not the greatest episode in the world. I don't think we'll have a lot to talk about, apart from maybe take the mick quite a bit.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a very critiquing episode, uh, mainly because it is episode
1: four. Yeah, uh, Code of Honour, I believe the actual title. But yes. it's just known as the really bad episode in certain circles. Yes, the,
0: the the least Star Trek episode of all Star Trek episodes.
1: It just... I see what they were doing, but no. Just no. And wait until I have a wee little rant about those weapons that they're using for that fight. I mean, they, they basically turned the women into praying mantises, for God's sake. Yeah,
0: it's not. It's not a great episode. I can see what they're trying to do, but they've done about. They've gone around it a really bad way.
1: Well, give that if you look at it, they and and kind of through a modern lens, they're actually somewhat progressive and feministy. That's not a word, but I'm going to use it uh, because they even bring up is like the women own the land. It's just down to the men to protect the women. Yeah, it's a, It's it. We'll look at a place in uh, TOS. He yeah. wouldn't have got a place in TOS because oh, I think or Discovery because it's terrible. Oh
0: dear, that's no. Stay away from that. You, you can. It's not your trick. You, we went over this in episode one. It's the, not your
1: trick. I think they, they they shouldn't have killed off. <laughs> it was the best
0: thing about that show. I'm gonna have to beat that off, Bob, just in case people haven't seen it. Well, according to you, no one's seen it <laughs> anyway. So
1: yeah, yeah. Well, according to the viewing figures, a lot of people haven't seen it. I watched it and loved it. Just for comparison, and that is completely your light. I saw it as complete and not a tripe.
0: Well, you know, people are allowed to do that.
1: Yes. It's almost like people are different and have very varying tastes.
0: Yeah, this is the episode where it's slightly racist. It's been known as racist, and it is. And the only thing they tried to make it less racist is the fact that men can't own land. Yeah. Women own everything. Which is just a a basic flip on what you used to think before. You know, men owned everything, women sat in the kitchen
1: well I mean, you wouldn't want them sat in the kitchen i mean they can't get close to the sink they need to stand up right yes sorry mm, i know that's the reason they've got smaller feet so they can get close to the sink
0: oh dear <laughs> <laughs> i'm aware that's a
1: joke i'm aware that's a joke in minecraft that's one of the things going online at the moment is you can say the most offensive thing in the world and they can't sense it because you say it in minecraft at the end Right, I didn't know that. Uh, it's probably oh, going
0: to be over. It's a good, like, good six months before we go. Oh, uh,
1: yeah. Like, even now, it's an old even, kind of thing. But like, it just makes me amused. Right. Because you can say the most offensive thing, like, blah, 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 do this to such and such, do this to oh, I'm going to blah, 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 in Minecraft. Oh. <laughs> and for the reference, I hate Minecraft. I think it's a terrible, terrible game.
0: Aye, I'm not getting into that. I like it. Uh, if not for its... Each- uh,
1: it's it's a game for kids oh uh yeah i get its target audience it's just for me every time i've seen anybody pray it and i've had a quick go it's just menu another menu another menu another menu <laughs> oh look here's another menu
0: that's not no. i, I no. that's not a menu it's it's inventory and stuff and it's uh but it teaches very basically it teaches programming logic mm. and for kids that's amazing
1: well, oh, uh, yeah, they have they. I've seen people build actual wonders on there.
0: If you want, if you want menus, you want something like Fallout or. Uh, don't get started on And Fallout. you know,
1: I can, I can. I'm having demo flashbacks for Fallout. I was going to bring that up. That <laughs> that's menu games. Hmm. Uh, they are Factorio or Factoria. I don't know about that. Or uh, they, it's basically you crash on a planet and you have to get every resource that allowed you to build a locket to get oh. back into space. Oh, I say No
0: Man's Sky. That sounds like No Man's Sky to me like
1: those. Actually, quite look, like, like the look of No Man's Sky. It's, it's at least menu-y, but it's still mm. menu-heavy. Yeah. Uh, it's the same as Subnautica. That seems all right, but I think cause that's because the existential dread of the enemy creature mm. coming around you that could just snap you out.
0: Yeah, you can tell we're going to be talking about other things today, really, because yes, it's not yeah. an episode we want to be talking about.
1: Yes, that's going to be a tangential episode. Yeah, making video games and stuff.
0: Hopefully, because you listened to this in the first place, you might be an enough to understand this and be cheering on. Hopefully.
1: Yes, or just listen to the pain in my voice as we go on.
0: Yeah, but as I said, it's going to be, we're not going to be covering a vast amount of this episode, because there's nothing to really cover.
1: No, the general plot is they want a vaccine... The people in the planet have a vaccine. Uh, that that this thing annoyed me when I watched it yesterday. Like that, Crusher said the vaccine couldn't be replicated. Like you can replicate everything apart from this magical vaccine. Yeah, it might be held in like some sort of
0: weird stasis. So, well, I mean, you know, they didn't explain it because obviously, science—it's in the future. Yeah. But to me, that was just like a case of maybe it was like held in some sort of I don't know subspace space gravity field, where the second you measure it to
1: try and replicate it, it changes. But they transported it to the Enterprise. So it means they transported it to matter. Yeah, but it was within the bubble. Mm. And it was one or the other.
0: They, they didn't copy it, they just transported it. Uh, you're still breaking it down to its bare bones. N- not, no, the Heisenberg. Ah, it's a Heisenberg. <laughs> as soon as you measure something, uh, it changes. Uh, so yeah. maybe it's some sort of bubble in that. that I don't know. They didn't explain it. and <laughs> Email in. Oh, I'll have to put to after as well. Even though uh, this episode will be out on the podcast, uh, I haven't made the uh, account yet or email address, which I told you to remind me about. And, and I completely forgot. Well, we'll do it after. Yes.
1: Hi, Brian. Hi, Bear. This totally isn't the 13th episode of the podcast, is it? It definitely isn't. I mean, we didn't record episode 12 the other day, so no. this must be episode 13. Of course not. No. Uh, saying that, we haven't just made our email address, have we? No, no. That hasn't been made a while back and we
0: keep forgetting to prog it. Not no, at all. Not at all. The email address being groundthebeardpod
1: at gmail.com. Oh, that.
0: Okay, so memories of this. I don't remember this
1: being very good either. Uh, the... <laughs> uh, before I kind of rewatched it yesterday for my little drunken lambrings, all I remembered of this episode was the main... Okay, that we can get that. I'm gonna say it. The main black dude who was like the leader of the people. I remember seeing his face in a few other things, but I'm not sure if I can remember how bad it is. That's why I remember him, or because of the actor himself. Because let's be honest, they they didn't do an awful job. Because you, cause you can't completely blame the actors, but the scriptwriters and the director. So Jesse Lawrence Ferguson. That name means nothing but knew the face. Um, he did die in nineteen ninety, so ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so, hmm. well, I do like my eighties action films and stuff like that, and he does seem like the sort of person that would turn up in that.
0: Oh no! So he died in twenty nineteen. Oh, oh, I'm just saying that. Oh, yeah, I'm reading straight from the.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I used... didn't have a lot of
0: time to research this, so we're
1: doing it on the fly. Yeah, it's better off the cusp. Well, I work better off the cusp, but I'm not sure about Bailey's kind of like. Oh no! I've not got my notes. Why?
0: Why? Why? Yeah, I I work to uh, standards. So we got uh, also guest starring. I'm going to butcher this name probably. Carol Selman has um uh, yeah little Legolan uh, Yarine
1: as the main bird.
0: Yeah. Oh, she was en route as well.
1: Yeah, seems the the all Yeah. Con-te-c-te has his character was, wasn't it? Yeah, I believe so.
0: And. As Hagon, Julian Christopher.
1: See, see him. I've seen and stuff and all.
0: Yeah, he was. He was actually. Um, he was considered for Worf, but he oh. was beaten to it by Michael Dawn.
1: Good job on Michael Dawn. Uh, I'm still not forgiving them for Dax, just because she wanted to do this episode. Worf and Dax deserved the kid. All oh, I'm saying. Oh, don't do that. Mm. You mean, um, not Dax? Yeah, Jadzia Dax. Jadzia. Yeah. There's been many daxies. I know. I can't see Worf and Kerzon hitting it off.
0: <laughs> Depends how drunk they were. Uh,
1: well, let's just get him in Odo's body again. <laughs>
0: that will be a threesome
1: then. Yeah, I think Kerzon would be okay with that. Worf, oh. not so much. Odo would just be horrified. Poor, poor Odo.
0: Okay, he also happened to play the prison guard next 2006, oh, that okay. uh, threatens to spray Mason Mystique's face. And that's the only other time I'm pretty sure he's got to scene Patrick Stewart. Oh, and he was in the DS9 episode as well.
1: Yeah, well, a lot of them are kind of... that.
0: Yeah, they cover and out, obviously. Yeah,
1: Yeah, like, Hollywood isn't as big as people think it is. And the same kind of backup actors do tend to pop in and out of other shows. Yes, as as my hero. Mm, Yeah, well, all I'm saying is Gaelic was supposed to be a part-time character, but then just Andrew Lobson knocked out of the park.
0: Well, you do know that uh, David B. Levinson wasn't actually... He's not credited. So that's even better.
1: Cause he's not credited, but the nerdy fans know he's there. I know he's there now. Mm. I, I was
0: that be nerdy fan, but now I do. He's a hero, what can I say? Mm. I'll, I'll get him more later on in the episodes when he comes into more. And possibly DS9. Whereas he actually becomes another character.
1: Yes, uh,
0: <laughs> we're, I think we're at the end of this now. Because there's not much really. Expectations now are absolutely through the floor.
1: Yeah, I think give that say that my little lamb brings that. I think give that thought down. I I, I give this away. I, I accidentally destroyed the piece of paper. Oh nope, that's the drunken episode from you. Yeah, there, there it is. Right. <laughs> that's it's, that's how well organized I am. You can tell. Oh yeah, it was like the ones I've already brought up. The whole that uh, all. The Tasha does a stupid little silly flow when she first meets him. The, the guy's basically spinning around. It's like you do it to the kids. like The whole little seesaw Marjorie daw thing.
0: Yeah, it's it's what it's
1: called is is future judo. Yeah, future judo. Uh, the, the whole little data taking the mick out of French and then Picard just cutting it off. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we're acting by yeah. Picard. Uh, uh, yeah. And then I think this is becoming a learning joke of us two at the very least. Uh, watch out for the creepy smile that Leica does to Picard in this episode.
0: Oh God! I, I, it must just be—I don't know. He must be having a it must be just having a laugh.
1: Uh, It—that I don't know. But from, from as I, I keep saying, he needs to grow the beard because it, at least it hides the creepiness a wee bit.
0: I, I've got a, a, a story in my head. I don't know who said it or where it came from. It might have even been what one Patrick Stewart said when he was being driven in a car with James Gordon. Gordon even. Yeah, that guy. And the carpool or whatever. And I can remember him saying he was really angry the first season because he was like the only professional there, regular cast, and the others were just <laughs> about.
1: And you can see some of that.
0: And, yeah, I think there was, oh, I
1: can't remember what he said.
0: It was something like, actor the place crusher was like, oh, chill out, Patrick Stewart.
1: Uh, Grace McFadden.
0: Grace McFadden said to him, oh, chill, yeah, we're just having some fun. And he's like, we are not here to have fun. And after that, I hope that didn't pick up.
1: I kind of want to see a Picard Kringon now.
0: Picard Klingon?
1: Yeah, I think mean, you like, can you imagine, like, not Patrick Stewart now, because he's a bit old and sort of, no offence, Patrick Stewart, you're a legend, but a bit devery now. It's like TNG Patrick Stewart praying a Kringon officer, just like, because the whole little uh, hang for, like, if you've seen, is it the Undiscovered Country or whatever? It's you have not. Heard Shakespeare until you've heard it in the original Kringon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, he's dressed up as a, as a Romulan, hasn't he? Yeah, but like that's just like pointy face and stuff, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and probably Brent Spiner.
1: Well, slightly less makeup. Yeah. To, to become Romulan. <laughs> oh, actually, no. As Picard couldn't do Kringon. Well, well, that now we get it done for breakfast will not he?
0: Oh, yeah, I was thinking about that. just yeah. but I mean, you can have albino Klingons now. You can have. I mean, they oh,
1: don't don't d- d- don't get started on that albino Klingon nonsense. As long as I got a ridgy forehead, I mean, what they were?
0: What I mean, they had, I don't even know what they were before. Before the ridgy faces. Oh, sorry, they were augment.
1: Yes, yes, I <laughs> they were done by the augment virus. And you know, that was good, kind of going back to the canon and seeing what we could mess about with. Also, Trials and Tribulations is a fantastic episode.
0: Why didn't that get as much? Right, the the, the, the ball Ebola... of naked now nah, got all really slated. Mm. Mind you, I suppose Trials and Tribulations actually had original TOS yeah. uh, scenes in and all that.
1: Yeah, I think they they actually worked on the editors to actually put them in. Yeah. Like, I love the bit where like after the fight in the cafeteria and Kirk's just giving them sh- and. Miles and Bashira there, there Me? The... Why did he have to talk to me? <laughs> good old O'Brien Right, okay, I've got to cut some of this anyway so we'll yes. have enough time
0: uh, well, we'll watch it through gritty teeth and grimaces and we'll get back to you
1: Do you like to feel the air between your legs? Are you saving on a starship? Then try the gender neutral mini maxi uniform Comfort is paramount No more unfortunate uniform malfunctions Suppried by all good simple tailors
0: What can we say? Welcome back.
1: Yep, and do apologise for the next 20 odd minutes possibly of us talking nonsense because the episode was nothing but that. Yeah, you mentioned as we were watching it, second worst episode voted by fans. Yes. You can see why. Although I don't agree the first worst episode. I do because it should never have been a season finale. And if you know which one we're talking about without using Google, send in. Yeah, to email, growingthebeardpod at gmail.com. Bear normally has at least two or three pages of notes. Currently, he's got one page and three lines, if that. Yeah, there's not not a lot to talk about today. Tried my hardest to find good things. And I just, I'm not going to lie, I multi-screened most of this episode, and I was looking up other things. But I think I've got the gist of the story. It's just... Yeah. There's an interesting fact, like,
0: while you were multi-screening, you brought the interesting fact up of uh, Michael Dorn isn't in this episode.
1: Yes, because <laughs> uh, he was like, no, I'm not doing it. And I'm surprised that the Burton said the same. <laughs> well, didn't say the same. He didn't say the same, but he did um, He did agree later on that he, he regrets being in it, apparently. he said, that. Yeah. "Yeah." Also, a little factoid for you is, you know the shaver slash blue laser that uh, Geordie was using? Yes. That turns up on a DS nine episode that Livar and directed. <laughs> well <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, a few. Yeah, it's just like I was scrolling down and stuff and I was like oh, that's the really interesting that is Yeah, I'm trying to think which episode you're now and then where it would be in there. Uh it was used as as a laser a So it's like uh, was it was a character who was using it as a shaver. So a character or a main character. Uh, you're gonna to have to find out on DS9, aren't you? Yeah, uh, well, after
0: like six years away, so yeah, so lucky. Right. I, so I tried my best to get make good notes about this episode, which is why I've only got on, just under two page, well, a page and a half. It's not even a page and a half, mate. It's not. Um, Double spacing doesn't count.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did say at the very start, there's a good view. Of the Enterprise and the bridge, I like the camera scenes. The way the
1: yeah, but it's very difficult to screw up a image of the Enterprise above a planet.
0: Yeah, but it's i uh, I like.
1: Should we drink? Not alcoholic, just for reference. Uh, yes, because he's an old man and he's just uh, and he's got a sore stomach. Yeah. The first the shot behind
0: it was going towards. I like that. He's just I don't know why he was dead. But the bridge, I mean, there's only so many places on the bridge you can shoot from, and especially when Troy goes all formal with Riker and goes commander. Yeah, it was a strange. But I liked having that was was a weird angle. It was a weird angle, but it shows a bit of creativity. The adjustment new. So the racism started early on. Yeah, racism started. It's it's going to be a cringy, cringy episode, especially when they start
1: talking about being closely humanoid, and then you realise that. Uh, but though, that thing of cross the humanoid can be anything on, like, well, like the trail across the humanoid, even though the trail in next gen are different from the trail yeah. in DS9, because they didn't want to hide uh, Terry Frit. Terry, Terry, Terry Farrell. Terry Farrell, yeah. Terry Farrell's face, because she's a beautiful, beautiful woman. She is, yes.
0: And the spots go
1: all the way down. Yeah, Lies that's that. down, to they go all the way? <laughs>
0: Again, you did a bit of information. The originally supposed to be lizard?
1: Yeah. Yeah, which, there was supposed to be a reptilian a species, which would make more sense with the whole little males and trying to dominate women and all that stuff and the tribal aspect.
0: I wonder if the naked now kind of... Uh, move that away from there because it would have been if they were it they would have might have been like gone
1: or whatever, yeah. and then you would have had the TOS people hating on it again, going, "Oh God, they have rebranded the gone." I'm pretty sure the TOS people hated on this episode anyway. Everybody hated on Everyone this <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, but uh, it might they might not have hated it for that for that reason. Mm,
1: possibly it would have been a lot less racist. I mean, it's still better than what Strange New Worlds have done with the gone. which is bad. I haven't seen that. Uh, I, I can't see it being that bad. Anyway, it's basically they've turned them into xenomorphs. They were anyway. They were anyway. <laughs> xenomorphs as in xenomorphs. Oh, facehuggers. nothing they as uh, the spoilers, whatever. Uh, they and we're uh, going to cut this out. All oh, right. Okay. Well, and and the episode where they <laughs> basically he because he's by an <laughs> and they're about to pop out of him. Right, I'm gonna bring that back in. as they go as they're about to pop out of him. <laughs> That's gonna be funny. That is, yeah, uh, yeah. But it's like, what the hell are they doing with the gorn? It's like,
0: well, you don't know the gorns mating rituals. I don't know the gorns mating rituals. I don't know mm. how they
1: reproduce. Saliva, supposedly. Hmm.
0: Well, yeah, uh, you know, uh, I'll get uh, to it. I'll
1: uh, get to it. I get to uh, it. Uh, it's it, it, it's just from the science aspect; it didn't set like. Right. Oh yeah, our genetic material is in our saliva. Okay. Worse than Kef. Those tadpole things.
0: Mm. But it literally means you need you need to love love whenever he's in love. <laughs> <laughs> Free hands.
1: Yeah. And then he mated with Teela of all people. Tea. Teela. Thought it was Lele. Oh, yeah, I'm confusing her with a uh, Stargate Atlantis character. Uh, <laughs> hey. <laughs>
0: okay, then. Uh, the preamble's going far off. Yes. So uh, I'm trying to. You brought up, well, that brought up a, a conversation about technology wise. And it was just how is it possible to create a transport tech without warp? Because as human civilization, Warp was created first.
1: Warp was created as a necessity to get off our planet because it was a war-torn hellhole.
0: Uh, not Cromwell's exact words. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but we discovered he was a uh, a drunk most of the time anyway. So Yeah, and Cromwell. Let's say Cromwell. Yeah, he said Cromwell. James Cromwell. Yeah, that's the that's actor's name.
1: Oh, actor. Ah, I, thought, oh, I, think, ah. I thought you were going for okay. Zephrim Cochran. Yeah, um, there we are. No, that I was like, are you going into British history there, mate? I mean <laughs> that... That'll do, Pig. That'll do. <laughs> yeah, that geezer. <laughs> yeah, that geezer.
0: <laughs> if if you haven't seen Babe, uh, I suggest you do because it'll put Zephyr and Cockham in a whole new light.
1: Yes. I mean the man was going to eat bacon and then he decided not to eat bacon. Yeah. Watch it with
0: the children. I'm planning on watching with my child.
1: And then that'll be the test
0: if she's gonna be vegetarian or not. It's gonna happen. Mm. I'm just gonna speed the both us up.
1: Same with Charlotte's Web. Don't watch spiders all, what? No, I think Charlotte's Web is basically a talking peg. Charlotte is the one that he talks to at the farm and all that stuff. Early role of Dakota Dakota Fanning as well. Uh, She was a little kid in Man on Fire, and I love Man on Fire. It's uh, one of my favourite 2000s action films.
0: Right. So back to the question. (laughs) God, I'm allowing a lot this episode. Yeah, so this culture that they've come across, they are pre-warp, yet they've got transporters. Is it... It
1: it depends on what their priority was when they were adapting tech, and I think that they could actually have transporters before warp. I think the whole not getting involved uh, due to the Prime Directive thing is a bit silly, because... The whole little if they're pre-warp then they shouldn't get involved in them but yeah yeah uh, that's more of like the the help though i
0: don't know about the other the other species that i've asked they might already know them and but yeah i just thought that was weird that they've, they've got warp technology but not transport but but they've they've got transport technology but not warp technology as we mentioned in the last episode and then what i've said before we're looking more and more at Riker having his creepy smile he needs yeah. a beard to cover that smile up.
1: Yeah, And it's not just a creepy smile; it's like the longing looks at young men's bottoms.
0: Yes, that was very weird. I, I yeah, it was one of my worst fears. Now it won't gonna happen because you know they won't listen to it, obviously. But what if like Will Wheaton listens to this and he realizes <laughs> he goes back and he's like, oh my god. And then what if what if Freaks listens to this and he's like, oh god, what have I done?
1: Will you do this as a joke? Yes, totally. It was a complete and utter accident or joke, joke. We didn't do it on purpose.
0: <laughs> right for the context for the uh, context context. Oh, sorry, wind. Um, Wesley appears on the ship's table lift again yeah. on, on the on the bridge. He stays on the table lift again, and obviously, Crusher uh, Beverly Crusher tells him, and he sees him on there and. Riker sees that he sees, He was like, oh, we'll get him off the bridge. And he's like, no, wait. And there's awkward pause. He's like, go sit at Ops. And everyone looks at him funny. He's like, go on, has someone got a hearing problem? And as Wesley walks past um, Frakes, uh, Riker, he gives him the most creepy smile again, and we're pretty sure he stares at his arse.
1: Yeah. And then that leads into my rant about that like, Wesley should not be at Ops. I mean, they're at a critical situation you, I mean, like you don't, would not want a preview besting kid there and it's like there are other trained officers on that bridge you're basically shooing somebody who's had four years of military science academy and no 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 be, I mean, because the captain wants to get into his mother's underwear he can sit there I'm pretty sure he already has to be honest he must have been in there uh, I don't know I mean, have you seen the feeling that actual Picard is Wesley's dad no, but that sounds
0: makes a lot of sense.
1: There's a theory out there oh. that Andrew Picard is Wesley's dad.
0: It's not canon. <laughs> Thing is though, Wesley is now omnipotent.
1: uh yeah, well. So we'd know for sure. Uh which funny enough, like, is I didn't realise it was as soon as it was, and the next couple of episodes is actually the traveler episode. Really? I, yeah, I, mean, I thought it was later into the series. Well, yeah, I mean you guys brought back later
0: and all that. They yeah. needed the there's a, there's a trope for that, isn't there, where they introduce something early and then they bring it back
1: later. Chekhov's gone. There you go.
0: I'm not a TV trope person.
1: Uh, it's a book trope, actually. Oh, right. Uh, they, uh, the original guy that said it, uh, he was called Chekhov, of course, that's where they... And he basically said, if, if if you're going to bring notice of a gun in chapter one, then you best use it by chapter 12.
0: There we go, then. <laughs>
1: Right. I mean, I'm paraphrasing a lot there, but that's the general gist.
0: One of the best jokes of this episode was...
1: The episode. Yeah, this episode. Yeah, the the biggest joke of the episode was the episode.
0: No, it was making fun of the French language. (laughs) (laughs) And we, you know, it's one of them things where you laugh so much at the joke about that you don't realise what's happening on the screen. And when Data says about an archaic language known as French, Picard is utterly... Flabbergasted. Well, he's not happy. You can see that. Yes. Next to him, just, you know, in the background, in the background, the next to him, but you're concentrating on Picard. Sirtis, Martina Sirtis, is uh, engaged with Fadden. Obviously, Crusher and Troy Troy are both trying to hold in the biggest giggles ever. And Troy actually
1: spikes the camera. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you pointed that out. she spiked the camera? Yeah, she has.
0: And you see her looking around, trying to look away from whatever is making them giggle. Mm. And uh, for those of you that don't know, spiking the camera is basically looking straight at the camera when you're not supposed to. Yeah. Sometimes you get pur- You have to spike it pur- purposefully in a scene, like when you're supposed to be looking at, like, at the camera.
1: Yeah, when you're driving a monologue or something yeah. like that. But it's when it's a crowd shot, you're not supposed to make direct contact. Yeah. You, like, you notice a lot of extras and younger actors than you do with supposed professionals.
0: Yeah. But this one, I mean, you can tell they're both there and they're both... The close to breaking, by the looks of things.
1: They were obviously messing about beforehand. Yeah, something's didn't.
0: happening behind that camera. Troy is desperately trying not to look at what's happening behind the camera hmm. because she's so close to breaking. And then in the videos is all that, looks at the camera, realises she's looking at the camera and tries to look away all nonchalantly. All in all, that's probably one of the best scenes of the episode because well, that's like halfway through the first well, page.
1: Well, think mean, that that's not saying a lot.
0: No, it's not. Riker reports. Cringe joke. I don't remember. Oh, that. yeah. Uh, if you die, I'm putting you on, record, on report.
1: Oh, yeah. That, that's what I pointed out, the creepy smile he does to Picard of all people. I think he was trying to do his uh, his voice again. He's um, a, a joke. Mm. And he's like,
0: yeah, this joke. And
1: he just didn't yeah, they come off. Yeah, it looked like he was trying to proposition a geriatric old man. He's not that old. Uh, I, yeah, we didn't actually look at how old he was supposed to be. Oh, though, no, did it, didn't, we? Nah. Ah, well, that'll be on the list for next time. But that I'm sure Picard's supposed to be like in his 60s, late 50s.
0: Um, A good part of the episode is, uh, it's a rare rare thing as well, they didn't break the Prime Directive, they actually stuck to it. They talked about it and they didn't break it. Because usually they talk about it and how they can't break it, and they end up breaking it.
1: Technically, I broke it, contact of the species that was supposed to be pre-warp. That They didn't
0: break it at that point in time. They didn't use that technology to... It changes over time,
1: hmm. and they didn't break it.
0: There's my quote, I've got my quote here. Your quote was uh, Picard's quote. Yeah, that, I just love
1: the word. Everyone knows Picard's Sorry. quote. Sorry, let's turn it into speech. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll, do, I'll do mine
0: now. Then um, mine was the. It was a re- It was the because Jodie didn't want to be in. Did what he was in this episode, but he later like, regretted it. But he had. I've got Jordan, another Geordie quote. Thousands of things are too efficient data, at least for humans, and it was basically about the shaving. Yeah, that you brought on later on, early on, should I should say. All right.
1: Yeah, because yeah, data made him one that was pitch perfect and we did just get where he wanted. And it's a well, it's slightly too efficient,
0: too efficient. Thousands of things are too efficient, data at least for humans. Oh, oh four, well, three lines in. <laughs> this is gonna be a faster 20, not even 20 minutes in. I know. I apologize for the. Uh, shortness this episode. actually no I don't apologize for there's nothing in this episode okay
1: yeah if mean, you manage to stick around with us to the end of this episode kudos to you because at this point we have been recording for what almost 20 minutes it's probably going to be shorter for you that's that's not counting the preamble but still, part one yeah yeah uh, I don't think this is going to be a very long episode, but thank you for listening to us just talk absolute nonsense. Yes. They mentioned
0: the light weapons, mainly for women.
1: It's a bit sexist. It's not sexist, it's actually true. No. It's, I I mean, go through military history, whenever you actually have had female soldiers, the weapons have been lighter, or they've actually used spears or something because they're easier to use for women.
0: But lightness is good for male or female. Saying, if I had a heavy, big, heavy sword, they could swing you slow. If I had a light sword, I could swing you faster.
1: Uh, that we can get it. All right, you can come at me with a lapier. I'll use a cremo. See who. I'm getting
0: there. Yeah, mm. <laughs> Full size. You'd be like, you'd be dragging it along the floor. You'd
1: be like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> all, all, I'm saying is, like, whilst we can look at it and say that bit is sexist, that was actually historically accurate. Uh, well, like, I mean. Female I, I, I warriors think, that have been in coliseums and stuff have always used that sort of thing.
0: I don't, I don't
1: agree. I think it was put in there because obviously, oh, only the women fight or whatnot, or the women fighting for them. I, I just found the fighting arena the worst kiddies Prey dojo I've ever seen. Yeah, obviously, uh, it does look a bit
0: like they've um, they thought right, okay, we've done this first, we've done the we've done the the pilot, the big pilot, spent a lot of money on that, got John Delancey and Nola, um, did the second one, got some extras. Uh, made a few um, intercourse jokes. Blah, blah, blah. Right, we've got some big ideas for these next couple of episodes. Mm. We need to save some money. Oh, the, the main... Um, the, the guest stars are going to be lizards. How much is that going to cost? Right, too much. So we'll do this instead. And we'll save some money on the set. And we'll save some money on this, that yeah. and the other.
1: Yeah, because I think what... Like, the bridge, hot bridge deck, lady loom, cargo hold then planet side you had three looms so in total they had what mass they had seven sets this entire episode yeah Hmm. so that yeah they were definitely saving some dollar for later uh
0: obviously you noticed know, i haven't gone near the story because it's just boring
1: oh yeah this story is basically guy wants all the stuff that the woman has but doesn't want to marry her, so he's found a legal loophole which if she thinks Ken is smart. But uh, yeah, it's found a legal loophole. If she dies, he gets
0: it all, but he's not allowed to own it or something or really.
1: other. No, no, I think that is uh, property transfers through the maternal line. So, oh. when, so if he had a daughter, it would go to his daughter. Yeah, yeah, okay.
0: Other than that is there's a creepy racker smile at Wesley number 2. <laughs> Don't know when that is. He just made a note of it. He just made, I made a note of it yeah because it was the second time he did it in the episode. I've got a feeling it must have been... No, I can't. Yeah, it must have been near the end because... Yeah, it was when he took him off. Because it was when Picard came back, uh, just before they found out she didn't actually die. Mm.
1: And Picard oh, comes onto the bridge. Uh, and yeah, that, and it's like, what's he doing here? Which, it, Wes, he shouldn't have... Still been there anyway. While Raka was there, still there, staring at his horse. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, they... Like was more like staying at the back of his head, just imagining what later on tonight's going to be. It's, it's very, it's very uh, creepy, very weird. But yeah. he's do, he's
0: doing it. It must have been like it must, the only thing I can expect. Uh, uh, the script must have said, you know, it was on there. Rank excited to see Wesley on the bridge, mm. and so he's taking that as as uh, what what I'm trying to think of a show where someone tries smiling for the
1: first time. It might have mm. been like Mo from The Simpsons try smiling, and he's like,
0: I mean, mm. uh, scream because he was <laughs>
1: The way I kind of process it in my head is, because at this point we've established, Laika wants to cring the ladder as fast as possible, do not he? Yeah. And maybe in his head he's like, oh, Dr. Crusher is very friendly with the captain. If, I, <laughs> yeah. if I'm friendly with her son, she'll look positive in me and put good words in with the captain on my behalf. Plus he did tally to do the thing with kids as well. Mm, yeah. Not do the thing with kids, but but like stop him being an arse in yeah. front of kids. Nothing. They called the observation
0: deck the lounge. That was the end.
1: Yeah, like <laughs> go to the lounge. They've got a lounge Everyone. now. like, no observation deck.
0: There's <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the what, fourth episode. in There is not many. This is still finding its feet. They're still naming things.
1: Yeah, which like you 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 would have thought they would had a set bible at this point, but. I'm thinking more Babylon Five because Babylon Five, like that thing, was set out from the get go.
0: Well, there was a, I mean, there was a Bible. Considering it's like from they got the TOS. This is one of the episodes I think this hasn't done it well, but they've tried to stick to TOS pathology.
1: Yeah, and it didn't work. Well, and like this might alienate a few people. Hey, aliens of Star Trek. So, sorry, it's uh, TOS was fine, but I don't lay it as high as other people do for the fact of they had a fairly good episode count and then a really bad episode count. There was, like, at least with TNG and DS9 and Voyager and Enterprise, there was a load of middle episodes where, yeah, oh, that's all right. But, like, with me watching TOS, you've either got good episodes or you've got lower episodes. There's not a lot of middle ground. Yeah, but it was, like, what, 60s? Oh, yeah. That. I'm perfectly willing to accept that it's... Just like the whole Beatles thing, people late that Beatles are that a great band. Oh, here we go. But like, is the Beatles have that much work? They they just pick out the greatest hits. I mean, there's a lot of bad Beatles songs. Sorry, tangent. But that this is a very tangent. You do realize it, so.
0: this is going on uh, the Anchor podcast, yeah. where like well, the Anchor uh, platform that
1: Spotify owns Anchor. Okay. I'm sorry for sharing an opinion in in Minecraft (laughs) (laughs) so
0: you're not having other opinions just sharing an opinion in Minecraft (laughs) (laughs) can't you just say like in the holodeck or something like that instead I could actually I'm talking
1: about a holodeck scenario here (laughs) we need to make it a thing I'll put it on the billboard (laughs) on the (laughs) holodeck All oh, right, this person's terrible. I would do this, this, and that to that person on the holodeck. On the holodeck, <laughs> <laughs> the they'd be fully functional. <laughs> on the holodeck, Quark would take photos of you and then put you into a certain movie. I'm pretty sure he did do that. He did
0: fl- Vulcan slave program. I'm, st- I'm
1: still waiting for Pawn Night at the local Vulcan not- club.
0: Oh, that's another thing as well. They I, I got slated for um, the previous one. Naked now got slated for that like, copying or being like well, copying TOS. Yeah, I noticed that the lower decks. They made reference to Gary Mitchell, Strange Energies, and that yeah. was giving pretty good reviews. I like that as well.
1: But no one said, "Oh, it's copying off TOS again." Uh, lower decks has seen more of a satire, though, isn't it? Lower decks isn't seen as proper Star Trek. It is. That's the problem.
0: Lower decks is proper Star Trek.
1: I. But, I actually prefer lower decks to any Kertzman Trek. (laughs) Is that the new ones? Yeah. Alternate timeline. Yeah, I think Kertzman Trek is Strange New Worlds, Discovery, and lower decks. Oh Um, no, that's
0: like there. Good trek there.
1: And what's the timeline? Uh, Kelvin. Yeah, Kelvin timeline. That's uh, J.J. Abrams. That is.
0: I don't like that track, but as again, I'll, I'll still argue it's Star Trek. It's just not my trek.
1: Yes. Yes which is my argument I may call it tripe and not for me but I will never say it's not star trek people can still enjoy it yes i mean they the same as people that smoke too much and can eat cardboard have no taste i mean people can enjoy discovery <laughs> <laughs> oh dear just let the let them feel their feelings oh please and the first series oh I'm Michael blah 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 and the second series wah 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 and the third series let's smile at everything uh, yeah that is my knowledge of Discovery after the kill off is basically let's laugh at Michael Burnham because she cannot act
0: I'm cutting all this out <laughs> cutting all that out I'm cutting all that out so you'll know I've cut something out where you have just bad mouth Discovery <laughs> shugging my shoulders we're done. I mean, I got to do some cut anyway. This is going to be
1: a very short, about 45 minutes, I reckon. Yeah. If that. It's going to be a short show. Yep. So, thank you for listening to us, Lambourne, and see you next time. Bye bye.